What's going on, crew? Welcome to today's Tick Chiropractic Conversations. It's Trent Scheidecker connecting you to a culture of chiropractic principles, questions, and chiropractors. Today, we have an episode on vertebral subluxation and specifically spotlighting it within our monthly campaign of the subluxation spotlight that we have going on within our Chiroway practices. And as you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues, and make sure you tag us at today's tick. Now let the class begin. I asked my seven-year-old daughter last week, who has been receiving regular chiropractic adjustments from me since birth, what subluxation is, and her answer was, I don't know, Dad. So I did what every teacher should do, and that is I followed up with another question that I thought she might know, and I said, well, what do chiropractors do? And she quickly fired away the answer, adjustments, Dad, and she smiled. The point of that story is if I went around town where I live and I asked random people, let's say I asked 10 to 100 random people those same two questions, I guarantee 80 to 90% of them, maybe even higher, would all have that same answer that my daughter just threw back at me last week. And so the fact that people don't completely understand the concept of chiropractic and its objective for why chiropractors facilitate adjustments, what they're adjusting, the purpose of what they're adjusting, is and has been a lifelong mission, well, over 10 years now mission of mine to clarify and simplify the concept and the teaching and the marketing material and the table talk and the business model, you name it, all of it, so more people can benefit from seeing a chiropractor on a regular basis for as long as they choose. Before jumping into an analogy of subluxation, as the title of this podcast episode has been so eloquently titled, Shine Bright, let's get one thing straight. Chiropractors do not crack backs and nets. Yes, noise is a part of the adjustment, but if I asked my daughter, is the noise the adjustment, I guarantee she would be in that same Average answer where the most people think the noise is the adjustment, and that is not the fact. That is not the purpose of chiropractic, is not to make people get cracked. It's not to make people have loud noise during the process. There's lots of different chiropractors adjusting people lots of different ways, and yes, noise is a part of it sometimes, but that's just a byproduct. And I have a whole different episode on that that I'm not going to spend any more time going into detail with you right now. So jumping back into the theme of the subluxation spotlight to bring greater awareness to vertebral subluxation, we are going to use an analogy today so eloquently, the light bulb. Light bulbs could be our example to shine bright on the scourge subluxations caused to people. For those of you that do not know what scourge means, I recommend taking a quick glance in your electronic dictionary and uh, take a look at scourge. 
Scourge more or less is a negative feature and it is something that causes damage and is an old, old term often used that we're not talking about here. We're talking about the fact that subluxations are negative. They are not an, an adaptive process to people living with them. They are negative and chiropractors turn that negative into a positive opportunity through a proper adjustment. But jumping back into the spotlight, let's talk about the bones in the back or neck, often called vertebrae by anatomists. These bones in the spine are designed to protect the neurological system. The neurological system is similar to a wire or filament within a light bulb. Yes, filament is that a little electrical wire that crosses through. So nerves are like filaments. Nerves carry an electrical charge. They also carry a unique message with that electrical charge embedded within it. Chiropractors refer to that message as a mental impulse. So nerves send messages such as how many beats should your heart be beating or which food we want to digest or which food we want to get rid of. Well, these mental impulses are how the neurological system coordinates a state of well-being or a normal quality of life through the trillions of cells in your body. And these cells could be compared to as a light bulb. So the nerves are compared to as the wire or filament, and the cells could be compared to as a light bulb. And light bulbs, yes, they connect to a power supply in order for that electrical current to flow through the wire and filament. And when that filament heats up to the point where it begins to emit photons, which are small packets of visible light, now we have a light bulb doing its functional purpose. The purpose of a light bulb is to shine bright. Lights can also be dimmed and lights can be turned up. Well, when that filament within a bulb is broken, and all it takes is a little bit of a drop here or there and the glass could still be intact. But if that filament is broken, now they say that bulb has been fused. And when bulbs get fused, they do not emit light due to the electrical current not passing through the filament. And the bulb does not glow because the filament in that bulb has been broken. The electrical charge does not cross. Filaments are fragile. So are the neurological tissue in your body. Nerves are fragile. They say 10%. Well, they say a weight of a dime can interfere with a large percentage of neurological function. I don't have that percentage off the top of my head, and I'm kind of speaking off record here, but I do know that it doesn't take much pressure on those nerves to create damage to the purpose of that nerve tissue, which is to send electrical charge with messages to all parts of your body, to all those cells, to all the light bulbs within you. So if vertebrae or the bones shift into a position that creates tension on any of the tissue around that vertebrae that holds that 
integrity and position of that vertebrae in proper unison with each other, now the filament within the neurological system can become stressed to the point where, yes, the mental impulses, the nerve impulses, the electrical impulses, all within that neurological system can become fused, very similar to that fused light bulb. You don't want fused electrical charges anywhere in your body because nerves go to all parts of your body. They primarily go to the major organs in your body and the major organs include organs of glandular tissue that produce major neuroendocrine function within your body. So when chiropractors recommend regular chiropractic adjustments to be evaluated for any fused vertebrae, not fused as in they're not moving, but fused as in the nerve tissue is not functioning properly, chiropractors are doing so because they want you to shine brighter, like the light bulb analogy. So each chiropractic adjustment for the correction of subluxation has the potential to restore the body's inner recuperative power that coordinates well-being through those mental impulses. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Today's Tick. I look forward to the next one with you, and I hope this one opens up a light bulb of information for you. We'll see you on the next episode. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As B.J. Palmer said, you never know how far-reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be 
consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk. Thank you.